0: everybody welcome back to hosers panel we are here for number five episode five this week we got the first week nhl start it's all happening it's all happening fast back-to-back games crazy headlines and i'm here with my two favorite buddies gonna talk about some hockey how you doing mike how we doing tay
1: oh dude i'm doing great i'm so happy hockey's back uh i love it best time of the year is when uh when the puck drops
0: oh yeah
2: oh yeah boys i'm stoked to be here got the hockey game on yeah love it
0: when that puck drops, we all drop. You know. <laughs> <laughs> drop exactly. everything
2: we're doing, and we start watching hockey. That's exactly what you're at. Right.
0: Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. So I got. I got. a How's it been, boys? How's the first week been for everybody?
1: Dude, the games are amazing. You know, we're getting some some uh, some crazy finishes, some blowouts, a mix of everything. But uh, the rivalries are definitely brewing.
0: Yeah, I see surprises every night on the scoreboards. I'm liking that. The predictions yeah. have been fun, doing those long predictions, and then watching the first couple of days has been
2: just... <laughs> yeah, It for sure has. I oh, I was just gonna say like first couple games, especially the first game that I watched. Uh, it's looked a little sloppy, uh, not not the the most crisp hockey that we've we're used to seeing. But you know what? That's all right. These guys haven't had training camps like they maybe would have in the in the previous years, and um, yeah, it showed on the ice for sure.
0: I do want to say one thing before we get too into the uh, NHL action. Um, I I ended last week, of course, with, uh, with doing a, a pod with you guys. Next day, I, of course, needed more more hockey talks. So I put on a podcast I listened to, and I, I heard an uh, opinion that really rattled me.
2: Okay, really rattled it. me.
0: Yeah, okay. So, Ryan Whitney. going to call out the wit dog. <laughs> I'm listening to a, some podcast he does. I don't remember what it's called. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the guys, I honestly can't believe no one else stood up or said anything either, but the guy was talking about the World Junior Championships and the whole the whole uh, trash can debacle, and we kind of touched on that last week on the pod. But, man, he went on to go to go on and say, if, if you're going to be a winner and if, and you're going to, like, if everyone complaining out there, he's like, so what if it's a trash can and we put the Team Canada logo on it? If they're the Americans and they won, it's their right to do that. Let them celebrate however they want. You lost. That was his quote. You lost. Like, Kind of take it on the chin no matter what we want to do like you got to eat it You're a loser and man I think that's a really funny statement coming from a guy who always only came second getting the Stanley Cup and only came Second for a silver medal and he's gonna go and he's gonna except for some pee-wee tournament in Montreal He's gonna <laughs> go and rattle off about how you should like How you should have how you should like throw class out the window when you win we talk about the emotion and how how special it is to see what these kids do and how they're thro- like the craziest thing i've ever seen is someone throw a medal into the crowd and like and think about how much we talked about that and how much we'll never forget that kid's passion and you, it really just shows it on full display that's beautiful you know but to think if i ever see an i Amer- especially an american player now if i ever see someone winning like a sore loser in a gold medal game pulling some shit like that i will be so angry and the first person i'm going to think of is ryan whitney telling <laughs> the youth on his big podcast that, that that's an okay thing to do because that's just trash
2: Yeah, I agree, Ty. Like you talk about um, setting an example, right? You want to set an example for for the kids coming up that are going to play, all the kids at home watching you, whether or not they're going to like make it to that level, or uh, if they're just starting hockey, or if they've been playing for a few years. Like you want to win graciously. Like something that I learned playing hockey growing up was like to be humble when winning. Like you get up by a few goals, yeah, you still want to score, yeah, you still want to do well, but you need to, like, kind of not celebrate as hard and not be as, like, uh, throw it in their face. Now, granted, it's the World Juniors. I get it. They won gold medal. They fucking dominated Canada. Um, they have every right to, like, throw it in Canada's face. However, I don't condone, like, saying it's okay for these kids to go out and celebrate however they want uh, on any other level.
0: I just want to say one more thing, guys. Uh, if, if it'd be different, if we were talking about a memorial cup or a standing cup win it would mean something different to me but when we're specifically talking about the flag on your chest i think it's disgusting to talk about to talk about it. you have to have honor in class if you're even going to be selected to wear those jerseys like it's a big deal and just to go and throw it out like that i'm so surprised no one biz didn't say anything about it but um uh oh i have one more thing about it um, yeah it's,
1: it's kind of like just a chip in here go on, go i, I think it's kind of a weird take as well because like at that time, had already been like debunked and, and shown exactly what it was meant to be. Hey,
0: stirred up the pot again.
1: And it, it, it's kind of yeah, it's definitely an odd way to put it. it. Basically, just like if you lose, you you lost. If you if you don't want this to happen, don't lose, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just yeah, well, it, it's uh, a it's a it's a weird way to go
0: the first thing i thought of when i heard of it was i was just fuming right away and it really really upset me and i gotta admit this guy's never ruffled my feathers like that but i was like mad for a while i messaged a couple people about it right away but the first thing i thought of was was when haley wickenheiser scored had that amazing game. I can't remember the stat line, but she was the hero in the Lake Placid game of 2002 for Team Canada, and they won gold medal, I believe, against USA, and afterwards, they were just full of penalties because they were playing with so much emotion because they had seen the American players with the flag, with the Canadian flag on the floor of their dressing room, and they were walking all over it, and and it was just, a, something like, to hear something like that hurts hurts so deep, and it's, it sucks. So, yeah, he's doing the interview, Don Cherry, I mean, and he says... He says, "Haley, I, have, I haven't seen a gold medal game like that from Canada where they've taken that many penalties. It was actually a little bit hard to watch. Can you explain what happened?" And without really answering the question, just with pure emotion, and she's basically spitting out all the words. She goes, "She goes, yeah, you know, I just wanted to say that I saw the American players with our flag, and they're walking on it in their dressing room floor. And now I just want to know if they want us to sign it." And she can barely get the words out. It's like so beautiful to hear, but it just goes to show what that ugly ugly side of competition brings out in people it's pure passion and it's like it can get ugly and that's kind of a prettier side of it but i mean like that's not something you need either like you know we don't need that in the game at all so i just wanted to yeah. say that to kind of start it and get it get it out of the way because i just felt like i had to say something there.
1: yeah like you definitely you definitely have a little bit of freedom to celebrate however you want like you just want a huge tournament like definitely go out and celebrate but like you got to keep a little bit of win with class lose with class attitude mixing a totally. little bit of that but you, yeah yeah I mean, be
2: respectful at the very least. Yeah,
1: like definitely oh, yeah. party hard, celebrate the huge win like once in a lifetime. Even if you oh. get it twice, like twice in a lifetime is a is a miracle.
0: But it's a it's about the flag on your chest, boys. Like it's just it's like it's so much bigger than hockey. As a guy who watched that tournament growing up like religiously and what it meant to me, if I ever saw something like that, like I would have been crushed as a kid. It would have hit yeah. me deep. I would have really fucking felt hurt. So I'm I just wanted to say that.
1: And, and definitely. Like, we don't want it to put it on the U.S. like this year. Like, the, I think the U.S. handled it pretty well this year. Didn't really hear anything except for that story well, it, that kind of got debunked. And...
0: I really think it was it was great. Just like, Yeah. I, just such a bad take. To it like, just
1: the, yeah, it's the take. An was ugly take to put
0: on it. To put yeah. on a beautiful tournament that we could put on in such a terrible time. So, yeah, I don't know. You know shame on you, Ryan Whitney. And I hope <laughs> he figures it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, that kind of happened at the beginning of last week. Also, uh, the beginning of last week, we got two new captains. Uh, one at basically the oldest team in the NHL, and one on the newest. Uh, Dylan Larkin was named the captain of the Detroit Red Wings, hey. and just a little later, Mark Stone was named the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights.
2: Yeah, shocker to to me was the fact that the Detroit Red Wings actually they wear the C on the opposite side of the jersey. Uh, I had no idea, and I was so confused. Uh, we posted a, something about Dylan Larkin with the C, and I immediately called Mike up. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, the C's on the wrong side." Turns out I'm just wrong, and I didn't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And Mike, you were saying there's what th- three other teams or two other teams with the C on the other side? Yeah, as well? just
1: just them and the them and the Yotes wear it on the other side right. uh, because their logo is pretty similar in orientation. They start lower on the left side, go higher on the right side of the logo. and I guess when the Red Wings decided to do it on the on the left shoulder, it uh, it just looked better with their with their Red Wing jersey. And looked weird when it was coming off the tip of the wing, so I guess they they stuck with it, and the Yotes kind of followed suit.
2: Yeah, I love it. That's awesome.
1: Uh, but yeah, big big uh, big congrats to both Larkin and Stone. Obviously, Stone named the first ever captain of Vegas.
3: Dude, uh, Stoner, kind of came out of
1: nowhere. Hey, like it was just like I, I never, like it. I yeah, really oh, like. That. I definitely like it as well. He's there for a long time. He's definitely a leader in really all aspects of the game.
2: Yeah. You just I like, like the, didn't like hear people... about it in the media. Yeah. It just, it just like, came he out he of just nowhere. It kind of was, was named it. captain.
0: Well, dude, that's like, gotta be, if you, you could have told me like, it could like, I can think of like four players off that team that I wouldn't have been too surprised if they got it. But it's like, it's just such a hard pick. Cause there's, there's just like all these random guys to pick a leader out of one of them in such a short time with, especially all the success that they've had. And like so many new faces too. Like you, we've touched on last time, people are in and out of that place all the time. Uh, I found it really interesting that it was Stoner, I, and it wasn't someone that that started there, um, someone who came a little bit a little bit later on. And uh, man, I just thought such an impact player. I'm not sure what he's like in the dressing room, but he's always in the top two lines, and I really like that man. Cool and yeah, collected.
1: Yeah. yeah, I really I like, like it.
0: Um, and then uh, that's funny, man. All those teams that had to see him the wrong way or whatever to make it look better. Has it always been like that? Or they like change it halfway.
1: No, they've always been like that. <laughs> like funny, at least I the Red Wings, they've had it for a long, long time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oops. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah, we, we touched on it last week as well. Um, at the time, eight Dallas Stars personnel had COVID, six players, two staff. Uh, it came out basically right after the podcast was recorded as well. Uh, 17 of the 27 players at camp tested positive Yikes. for COVID. Yeah. Like, that is so many. Yeah, 17? so they delayed their 17. season, right? Yeah, so their season was expected to start. At the earliest, um, the 19th of January. It's now confirmed they'll start the 22nd uh, at home to Nashville.
2: That's that's such a big uh, gap. You got teams that probably well Winnipeg this this week is literally playing five games. So you have you have teams that are playing like four or five games before they even see uh, like the regular season game ice the Dallas Stars. So who knows what that'll be like for them? And uh, hopefully they can get the ball rod, rolling right away.
1: Yeah, like one thing I think of when they were didn't really hear much about it when they entered the bubble, but after they got eliminated, St. Mm. Louis was talking about how a lot of their guys got COVID before the bubble and how they weren't really getting all their full endurance back and they weren't right fully prepared. Like I wonder if that has any toll on Dallas this season. I wonder if there's some guys that are like 90% coming into the season, 85% and even that couple percentage, it can just make such a big difference when you're playing on yeah. such a high level. Um Stage and such a high high level of competition, that that Absolutely. extra bit of extra bit of endurance and durability is gonna is gonna help you win throughout the entire season.
2: Yeah, it's so true. Super
0: ironic that's the runner up for the Stanley Cup too. Like it couldn't be almost a. It's a very interesting team to have this happen to, and it got a little more extreme than last week, which makes it even more interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, they it's were already they, they were already yeah. facing like skeptics, and now they got their season pushed back nine yeah. days and COVID's just wiping out their dressing room. And at yeah. least, at least there doesn't seem to be any signs of any major COVID like infections and stuff like that. It all, at least when what we've heard, there hasn't been any like big complications, which is great. Like thankfully the guys are getting healthy and getting back yeah. on the ice. So that's obviously the best to see.
2: Maybe who knows though, maybe it's setting the stage for them to big, big upset win, back-to-back Stanley Cup finals come back and maybe they win the cup this year. Doubtful, but you never know. It could set up a s- nice story. I was just going to say, thanks for saying that, uh,
0: story, man. Like, well, I mean, that must, must light a fire in some guys' bellies. they got a young team, a lot of young guys kind of breaking onto the scene in there. So, yeah, they might just be like, you know what, like, fuck, fuck everybody who thinks we're not going to come out strong as shit. Like, look how close we got last time. And and I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the extra time could be good for some of them. You never know. You do never yeah, know. Yeah,
1: true. Yeah, we'll see. it would be especially the guys that didn't have covid they're just kind of now getting yeah, back just, to practicing and yeah they're just yeah they're just ready yeah we, we touched on the beginning it was it was a bit sloppy to to start the the season as you kind of expect nobody played any preseason some teams hadn't played since march so they're yeah. almost going a full year without it but man watching the games over the weekend i should rec- i should just uh touch on it we're recording monday night uh, mainly all the early games have ended and uh, some of the Canadian games are, are coming to a close in about 15 minutes or so. But man, watching the games this weekend, it doesn't look like anything is anything's choppy anymore. It seems like everybody's full speed.
2: If not, they're very close to it and everybody's flying.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's good hockey now. Uh, gave them like a couple games to get into the midseason form, which obviously uh, they needed that to kind of start the season off. And yeah, they look great. Uh, lots of fun hockey to play. I do find the
0: games that aren't rivalries uh, I don't know, just most of the games that aren't rivalries Kind of have like a bit of a slower pace than normal Or at least the pace doesn't quite jump around like it used to It's not as like static as it used to be I'd say it's got to be because of the crowds You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not there And I think we do still see a difference from that But yeah, dude, great <laughs> hockey And like you said, uh, those Saturday night games, man Were just a riot I think we had like 10 to look at and Like 9, 10, 8 games on too Like, Yeah, yeah it was a it's, lot. it's been a good week, dude Good week
1: Man, more, more of this to come. But yeah, what, five, six days of hockey into the season?
2: Yeah. Like you Can't said, tied more. to uh, the, the crowds, no crowds there. It, it brings the game to such a different level um, <laughs> with the crowd and, like, the live reaction of fans and, like, the, the like, chants and the the nice loud goal horn with, like, everybody screaming in the background. Like, man, I cannot wait for when teams can be full, have full capacity in their arenas and we're just get to like watch these crowds erupt like oh it's going to be so good. Oh Hopefully my God, playoffs, man. that would be so good.
0: Speaking of capacity, let's let's have a little chat about Phoenix Arizona. <laughs> oh yeah. They must, have been, they must have been breaking records. They're the only guys with fans <laughs> and they got more than they've ever had, man. It's great <laughs> I don't think they're giving away jerseys with every ticket, but like it's a lot of people in there like especially for COVID. It looks weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like nothing's changed.
2: Yeah, it
1: was, it was funny. Like, I was, watching, I was watching the Arizona game a couple nights ago, and they just cut to fan reactions. And I was like, oh, those like, old reactions? Or, or watching the yeah. like old? Oh, no, no, no. Actually, they're allowed fans, right? I totally yeah, forgot. They, it, it was they're... so, my mind, it was just, my mind was just trained that nobody has any fans. It was, it was weird to see people in the stands.
0: A hundred percent, especially at a hockey game. Um, what, did they have masks on in the crowd? I didn't actually pay attention. Like, that I would, s- as- I would assume they would have I'd to, so as well. But yeah, like, I wonder. I, I don't know. It's, it's pretty south.
1: <laughs> I think, I think just for like the NHL owner's sake, that someone can't sue them for yeah, contacting what, something because what, what, there wasn't masks. Um, but yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I was, I was just stunned.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was. It's kind of just funny to see. And also, I wanted to ask: Does anyone else have fans right now, or is it just Phoenix? They're like, we need the money, boys. Like, open the fucking gate.
1: So ironically enough, Dallas is allowed fans. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, um, and then man. I believe, I believe Florida is uh, is as well. I think Tampa also got the go ahead, but they said they weren't going to. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> that's you're right. <laughs> until, yeah, until until the league gets them
2: are, did Whatever. either of you watch the Florida game last night? No, no. I, I okay. didn't get to. How was it? Me neither. I didn't watch it either, <laughs> but I wanted to know like if there were fans in the stands because that would be probably similar to Arizona where they're breaking the breaking the capacity with the, the, mo- the most fans they've ever had because they like really it, don't have much when they are full. So
0: it's kind of hilarious, but I could <clears throat> pardon me, I could totally see um I could totally see those owners just being like they get the green light and they're like, go, go. It's probably like a hot ticket too. Cause, yeah. cause there's nothing else going on, but you can go see a hockey game with the kids. still. So. <laughs> probably cost you nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what? the one thing about like living in the States, like out of hockey markets, like the ticket prices are probably so cheap. Well, I yeah, had like like, yeah. One of my, one of my dad's friends uh, would always go down and do like the California road trip. So he'd go to Anaheim, San Jose, LA and he'd get, Tickets for like 15 bucks a pop, sit like third row behind the bench and be love life. And you just go every like second year or something. And yeah, it sounds like a dream.
1: Yeah, definitely. You can find the right matchups. Like some tickets are just so cheap. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, I wonder, like especially those teams, and as more teams will get more capacity, I wonder if the ticket prices go up because the, the capacity is so limited. Everybody's like, oh, I want to go check out a hockey game. And then there's only, Six thousand seats available instead of eighteen In thousand. Wonder right if that. Market. Wonder if that drives up the market at all. And...
2: I would, yeah, I, I could see it. I wouldn't be surprised
1: kinda, at
0: all. I Yeah, I kind of think it would have to. Like. Yeah. I would be extremely surprised to see it even like close to what it used to be. To be honest with you. And I'm like, so y- not Oh, right. go ahead. I was just gonna say, there's like so many. Um. No, I forgot. What I was gonna say. Fuck it. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: just gonna say, I'm, I'm so accustomed to these like, banners on the seats. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to seem so weird when, uh...
0: I noticed that today. I was like, oh, dude, they got extra ads. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, got they just ads. sold more like, boards. A
0: fat, a fat Dodge Ram ad. There's a real <laughs> truck I'm looking at right now in the Flames game. It's hey, cool no free player. ads, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah, Oops. Any Sorry. ads? We'll take them.
2: uh we got to call Dodge <laughs> and get them to pay for that.
0: <laughs> um, oh, my God. Okay, great story, boys. So... Ty had a hot date last week. It was like nice. the second. Oh, yeah, boys. Absolute rocket. Took her out to uh, Cactus Club. <laughs> great time. Great gal. And um, Ty's focused on this one. So he was just going to watch the highlights of hockey later, you know. So I made sure <laughs> I made sure we got a booth. Nice high booth. Big booth. Like six people in there, but just us. Um, just big enough for six. And I had her with just a wall behind her. Just a wall and like some mask or something above her. And some decor. And then she had like eight TVs behind me. Couldn't care less, right? It was great. So, Ty, I had to go to the bathroom, obviously, we were there a couple hours, I had to go to the bathroom, drain me in vain, and when I get in there, there's um, the TV's on in the urinal. I'm like, oh, no way, and it's, Canucks and it's Canucks and the Oilers. And I was like, I think it was, I don't know what the score was, but I was like barely paying attention. There was maybe like 10 seconds on the clock. They win the draw in the corner, McDavid just, like, they, wins the draw, gets a shot, gets his own rebound, and scores with, like, 0. 0.7 seconds left on the clock. I scared the shit out of the guy in the pisser next to me, just like, <laughs> McDavid, oh! And he just, like, scared the shit out of him. And then I just I stood there, like, like you know, extra two minutes after my piss, just to make sure it went in. But um, but what a goal. And then the story gets even better. So that was it. That's enough hockey for me. I'm like, oh, that's going on the pod. That was a great one. And I walk, walked out to uh, the... To, Again, I had to go to the bathroom again. Go in there. It's like, I think, 3-1 at this point. Something like that. McDavid scores another one. I took two pisses. I took two (laughs) pisses, and that was the only hockey I watched, like, all night. And McDavid scored twice. It must have been less than a minute of play. I couldn't believe it. And then you got a Hattie that night. Man, he is going to tear up this league. I thought that was such a funny story.
1: You, you, yeah, come back it's to, hilarious. You, you come back to the booth and she's like, it's like 10 minutes later you're like oh is that uh, you, you alright in there? it's like oh man like a 7 minute offside
2: review <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, bringing, they're bringing beers
0: to the bathroom and just yeah. bring, them yeah. just like, bring me
2: a beer there <laughs> must have been uh. tough for you to watch though Ty as a Calgary fan watching well, McDavid light it up like that it always is, man.
0: I was second. I was second in our fantasy draft this year, and I had to skip him because he's a dirty oiler, and I didn't want him. <laughs> he's McJesus, Jesus, but I'll take the bread, man, baby. He's having a big year, and I know it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's always bittersweet. This hockey's too good this year. All Canadian, man. I am loving it.
1: Man, I got a, I got a stat just rolling off the press here. Let's go, Dougie Hamilton, just lost his consecutive games with a shot streak at 296 straight games.
0: Wow. Whoa. Is that was, his career?
1: He was he was sixty four back of Ray Bork's record. Wow. Lost
0: it tonight. Oh
2: devastating. That that's is that's devastating. crazy.
1: That's,
2: Man, that's 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 a lot. That's a that's lot a of lot, shots.
1: That's a lot of games. There's a lot. That's of shots. a
0: lot of games to never miss it. Holy sh! That's like almost an Iron Man. For, really, like, <laughs> it's getting there. You want to? You want to
2: get into Iron Man? <laughs>
1: crazy <laughs> Ooh, story way. developed over the last like two weeks or so keith Yandel looked to be on the outs of florida uh panthers management was looking to trade him but they couldn't trade him because he had about just under seven million dollars left on three years turns out after like a week and a half the day before the first game it turns out that the gm was just trying to get Yandle to wave his no move clause so that he could either send him down or trade him but Yandel said uh no thanks i'm good and didn't budge at all. So they said, "Okay, well, I guess you're back in the lineup." And then he plays last <laughs> night, scores his We're goal, not... scores scores number one number one hundred of his career. and What a turn of events!
2: What yeah, a, what a P- G move! Man.
0: Holy shit! Yeah. I, man, I I was I was getting heated. I was like, "Man, are they gonna bench him? Is he gonna be scratched?" Like, I would yeah. live it. Yeah.
2: To that'd, anybody that'd be... who, no, sorry, to anybody who listens to Spit and Chicklets, that's the song of the century. That's that's a good <laughs> one there.
1: Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, that was nuts. What was it? Eight hundred and sixty-six games.
2: Eight sixty-six. Yeah. yeah. So now like eight he, straight years. Yeah, good for him, man. Uh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely not the way you wanted to have that end. So that's that's awesome so far. Hopefully, it, hopefully it keeps up. But it kind of reminds you of like Andrew Colgiano's Iron Man streak that ended due to a a two-game suspension. Yeah.
3: yeah. Brutal. He, yeah,
1: he was. I think he was at eight ten. He was fourth at the time. Now he's seventh because yandel Marlowe, and kessel all passed him they're it's all within a, like 25 games
0: that's just a great little story though that's a classic first week beauty story just any yeah back baby yeah and get, get song, you too.
2: going for the season yeah. love it <laughs> so <laughs> um, i don't
1: don't want to chime in too much about the game's going on right now but montreal and edmonton in the last three minutes have both had power plays both sword shorties no
0: way <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah just Incredible. just
1: brutal giveaways on both sides and, if, if I'm, uh, if I'm
0: if I'm if I'm totally yeah. honest I thought the pace of play is like no so much noticeably better in in the Canadian games like did you notice that like I don't maybe it's just me but I when I watch other games I just find like, they get slow a lot longer and the <laughs> The pace just jumps in these canadian ones it can it can feel kind of slow and then like it feels like when it, you know when it gets going it's like it's just crazy it feels kind of playoffy sometimes
1: they, they yeah. all seem to have like the same kind of style like montreal is a little bit different they have a bit more defensive style but it seems like almost every other canadian team's like a, a more of a run and gun style mm-hmm. so it's just like it's just endless um, yeah, end kind of action like it's crazy
2: yeah, too, like the the, the parity in the Canadian division is so like it's so poignant. Like you can see that each team is very um very evenly matched, whereas like you have other other divisions where it's kind of a blowout. <laughs> they have St. Louis, like that was yeah. a rough game. Yeah, but like every every Canadian game has been fairly close so far, so uh, it makes sense, I like uh, that's a good observation for sure.
3: Yeah. Also I- Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say
1: that uh, it really shows on the records too, because every Canadian team has played two, maybe the maybe three games, and everyone's got a win, everyone's got a loss. There's no undefeated. There's nobody without a win. So, let's super super close. I think it's gonna be like that for the entire entire uh, four months that we're gonna be at this.
2: Yeah, I agree. Where you go,
1: Ty.
0: Re- oh, I know, right? Plus one. It, <laughs> reminds, it reminds me of how the West. Uh, a lot of the times, like the West, always growing up. <laughs> the East would be like. You know, the beginning is kind of close, and then toward the end, like, there's, like, two guys on the bubble, maybe one, and everyone else is, like, you know, like you know, a mile away. The West was always, like, there's the eight guys that are in, and there's, like, the five guys that are, like, four points apart in the bubble. And it's, like, it, the end is always, like, a fucking nail-biter, and you don't really know who's making it until, like, the last couple of games. And I think it's got just, like, to add on to what you said, Mike. It's a, it's kind of going to be like that this year, I think, like, there's going to be so many back and forths and seeing the same team so many times that, like... You don't, you know, it's gonna be pretty hard to let them lap you. Like everyone's gonna be tired and everyone's gonna want to win at least a, un, at least a one or like half the games against these guys are gonna see so many times. I also wanted to touch on these back to backs, man. How sweet are they? Like you just yeah. mentioned that St. Louis abs one, uh, abs lose that first one. I was a bit surprised by this performance and the score. And then the next night, I see an eight nothing win, and I go, oh yeah, like pff, you pissed them off. Like there it is. Yeah, I
2: totally. I thought that was so cool yeah like that speaks to the to how equal each each division is or especially the canadian division you have uh like a back-to-back against the team that comes out and maybe embarrasses you you're you're the favorite to win and then you're you're steamboat steamboating back into the second game because you do not want to lose that second game right so um i feel like yeah with the back-to-backs it's going to be that all year it's going to be uh one one and one uh, every series or two and two if they're playing four games in a row. So it's gonna be so fun to to keep a, an eye on and keep track of.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Avs I think the the edge in the first game was a bit towards St. Louis, just because of the huge break. Nobody played any games. St. St. Louis has the ability to kind of just chop it all up. They don't need a lot of skill to to be successful. Whereas Colorado is a big rush team. They need the passes to be crisp. And everything like that, so it, it's not the biggest surprise that uh, St. Louis came on top. But then, yeah, the, the next night, the Avs show exactly why they're 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 way up there in the predictions. They are one of the biggest favorites. They can show what they can do in in a quick sixty minutes. They put up eight goals, and it's it's just on to the next one for those
2: guys. Wasn't it like thirty five minutes because they scored their first goal like halfway through the second period or something? Yeah, it was zero zero after one, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and actually, like I watched the first couple, I first one and a half periods of that game, and <clears throat> St. Louis like looked good, like it was an even match, like the teams were playing each other, and then soon as Colorado scored, just the floodgates. So,
0: hey, yo, I got a quick one. We've kind of talked about it. Uh, sorry, not to change it from uh, Colorado too quickly, but can you describe like what the taxi squad is to me? So I exactly know. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: uh, obviously, this year with COVID and everything, they want to have guys. On the active roster, but not on the active roster, if that makes sense. So basically, a normal active roster is 23 players, at least a max of 23 players. But you can have anywhere from like 20 to 23, depending on how many guys you can fit under the cap. Okay. Uh, but what the taxi squad does is it has an extra four to six guys. You have to have at least four, but you can't go over six. They don't affect the cap, so it doesn't really matter who you have on there. Um, but to get onto the taxi squad, they have to go through waivers, just like if you're being sent down to the AHL.
0: They do have to go through waivers just just to be sent down to the taxi squad.
1: Yeah, so to be sent to the taxi squad, it's just like if you're going down to the minors, but you're not going down to the minors. So um, if you had to go on waivers to go to the AHL, then you still need to go on waivers to go there. Obviously, if you're exempt, then you're just exempt uh, to go onto the taxi squad. That's no problem. Um, And then all the salaries are just like the taxi squad as well.
2: So So, So, Sorry, so for waivers, like they... They did that mass, like, waiver placement, uh, like, before the year started that was just to, like, set the taxi squads, right? Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Okay, oh, and then so if they bring a, them... A mess. Yeah, it was a mess. And if they bring them back and then they want to put them back on the taxi squad and they are waiver eligible, they have to go through waivers again? Um, or was so, that, like, a universal, like, claim them now or don't claim them for the rest of the year?
1: So basically, if, if, a, player claims, if a player clears waivers... They are clear of waivers for 30 days. Okay. Oh, sick. So you'll see, like, sometimes players will be put on waivers, say, the beginning of the season, January 13th, but they don't actually get sent down. They just cleared waivers. So then, like, oh, we need to send this guy down February 1st. They've already cleared the past 30 days. They can just go straight down. Um, But the main kind of thing with the taxi squad is they practice with the NHL teams, and with NHL regulations for COVID testing, everybody on the active roster gets tested once per day. So everybody on the taxi squad will also get tested once a day. Nice. Wow. Um, so in case obviously if something happens, they need to they need to start somebody or they have a five guys get out or something. The taxi squad's yeah. ready to go because if anybody's coming up from the AHL to either join the NHL roster or join the taxi squad, they have to go through a, a seven day quarantine period.
2: Yeah. So the the team, if if they didn't have the taxi squad, would be out five players if they all like if they didn't do that
1: exactly and yeah so the guys in the AHL, i don't know how much they're getting tested but yeah so to to be able to be put into nhl games they have to go wait seven days essentially um and then yeah they have to have at least one goalie in the taxi squad if there's not three goalies on the active roster so if a team's could if a team's rolling with three they don't have to have a goalie on there okay but uh if they if they only have two then they have to obviously have one on on the taxi squad just in case i see goalie
2: injuries. Quickly, do we want to just touch on who was claimed uh, this oh, last yeah. week through the yeah. Raiders? Sweet. So uh, New Jersey steps up, and they actually claimed two goalies. One, one at the beginning of the week, they claimed Eric Comrie from the Jets. Um, and then yesterday, or this morning, I think they claimed Aaron Dell from the Leafs. Um, so, yeah, secured their, uh, their back end there. Uh, and then Edmonton also claimed a goalie from Carolina. They claimed Anton Forsberg. I think he's on the move again since then um i think edmonton put him on waivers and somebody else claimed him i can't remember i couldn't find that though uh and then uh winnipeg claimed lucas spisa Um uh, not sure why they claimed him over somebody like oliver shillington with calgary um but who knows uh, and bad. then, yeah yeah it's, it, that's true uh and then um San Jose claims Rudolph Balsers, who went to Ottawa from San Jose in the Eric Carlson trade. So I was gonna say. Yeah, so they got him back for absolutely nothing. So I think that trade uh looks a little lopsided now, for sure. Yeah, just um, just
1: touching on the, the devil's goalies. Uh yeah. obviously it makes sense because they obviously had Corey Crawford leave and then retire, so they definitely yeah. needed
2: to, you need to uh, do some something. extra bodies. Yeah.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah,
2: they needed a backup for sure. But you know what? Um, honestly, like, I, I feel like they've, sorry to interrupt. I feel like they've no left their starting
0: goalie, like, to, to dry so many years. So I was kind of surprised to see more than one pickup, especially. And I was proud of them. Like, I like Blackwood. I don't mind the team, uh, how they're looking looking forward. So I don't know. I like that move a lot.
2: Yeah, two, two big games against the Bruins this week. And they kind of kept them both really close and tight. And Mackenzie Blackwood was a star, so... Uh yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch that team going forward no expectations so
1: yeah like it'll be interesting to see how they play I don't know who they play next but it will be interesting to see how they play because Boston played again since since they've played the the Devils two games and they just yeah. came up flat again so it'd be interesting to see if that two game series was New Jersey stepping up or if it's just the Bruins kind of kind of faltering behind it'll be interesting to see yeah uh, New, New Jersey, Jersey the Devils have have really grown.
2: Yeah, New Jersey plays the Rangers tomorrow. Sorry, um, but I got a I got a quick stat on Boston. Um, there are only two teams uh, left in the season that haven't scored an even strength goal. One is Boston, uh, and the other is Dallas. And Dallas hasn't even played a game yet, so that's, that's pretty hilarious. rough for Boston.
0: I was I have in my notes here that Boston's power play looks absolutely filthy, like it always does. Yeah. Like, but my, man, that's like that might be the nicest movement. That might be like some of the nicest moving on the power play I've seen in the NHL. They're just like, they know exactly where they're all going to be. Like, it's it's actually crazy.
3: Yeah, they've yeah, been playing together for so solo. long.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, nice. Also, <laughs> jinx. Uh, 17 on New Jersey, man. What's that kid's name?
2: Uh, kid's Igor Sharangovich. Shef- Sh- Sharangovich. Oh, oh stud huh. name. Yeah, dude, that guy
0: wheels. He's, he, he's going to be fun to watch this year. 17 on New Jersey. Never going to get his name, but. It's called Chuck. Yeah, just call <laughs> yeah. him Kovalchuk. <laughs> Man, he was fun to watch. Also, uh, dude, Miles Wood, was that it? Yeah, yeah he, he flies. Yeah. He is so fast. I think he had like three breakaways just from like uh, like passing the D-man like he's a pedestrian. Like it's actually so funny.
1: At three, yeah, four breakaways, four hits on the goalie. Like he's just all around the net. Yeah,
0: just fucking coming in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Got I it. wanted to say, did anyone, can we switch to the Winnipeg game? I was just Will. gonna, I was
1: just gonna touch on uh, just Sharangovich for a quick sec. Uh, it's been well, uh, almost a week into the season. There's already been seven guys with their first career goals. Yeah, uh, nuts. So I just wanted Sweet. to just a little bit of congrats. Yeah, e- Igor Sharangovich of the Devils. Uh, also in the Devils, Ty Smith, the defender. Uh, great oh. WHL player. He's gonna have a great career. I, oh, I really love the way he's played. I've loved him since his draft year. Um, what teams
0: he come out of in the dub? Spokane. It was
1: Spokane. Yeah. Ooh um and then obviously Kirill Kaprazov, who we'll touch on later cuz he's Woo. unbelievable.
0: Absolutely. Do you want to do him now or uh
1: just I'll run through the other ones and then we can please, either please, jump in sorry. there or Winnipeg. Um Nils Hoglander, Swedish uh, phenom from great uh with the puck. uh yeah, from now through the Canucks. Um Tim Stutzla from Ottawa, just oh, an absolute Jimmy fly stew. ball. Jimmy, Jimmy Stew. <laughs> Jimmy Stew.
0: He gets the nickname Jimmy Stew because what? They can't remember his name. Is that what I read?
1: Yeah. So Brady, Brady Kachuk, uh, Jim Stuts, uh, Jim. Jesus. Uh, Tim, <laughs> <laughs> it's working already. Uh, Tim Stutzla <laughs> and Josh Norris all live together in Mark Stone's old house, be which nice. would be an absolute
0: blast. Oh yeah.
1: But Brady Kachuk thinks it's a great idea that he's just gonna call Tim Stutzla Jimmy for no apparent reason, just uh, you know, just to get under his under his skin a little bit. And the name obviously stuck like wildfire, and there's a lot of guys on the Sens that keep having to remind themselves that his name's actually Tim. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, yeah J- Jimmy Stew is, is the, the full Jimmy nickname.
0: Stew. I love that.
1: Uh, and then the last couple, uh, E2 Luce Dereinen, uh, he scored his first for Florida, and then tonight, Alexander Romanov, the Russian defenseman from the Habs, also got his first.
0: Fucking beauty. Um, do you want to go right into, let's go to Kaprizov because we're just talking about him. Yeah, um, let's do it. Man, where's 97, doesn't he? Yep. Beauty num- number, man, it's so fun to watch this guy control the puck and just make sure his
2: passes get off. Yeah, he's so filthy. It's yeah. like, it, yeah, I, I think Minnesota has not really been like the place for, uh, elite goal scoring, elite playmaking, anything like that. They've been a defensive shutdown. Let's, like, work it from the back end forward. Uh, like, let our third, fourth line guys do the work to grind and maybe score a goal. But, man, they have a treat to watch in Kirill Kaprizov. And uh, that and him and Kevin Fiala, like, the two of them together, are just going to be dynamic. Um, so much fun to watch moving forward. So
1: Yeah, the uh, the Wild definitely weren't the place for my eyeballs either. Uh, yeah. But I will be watching Cap resolve the entire season. There was, there was one time I was watching the game, and he was carrying the puck blue line to blue line, and he probably did that hip opening move thirteen times, <laughs> and was just flying up the ice. And it was just like, yeah. oh, am I going back? Am I going back? Nope. And he's just he's wheeling, and his hands are incredible. And yeah, we should we first, should have talked about him enough for the call there, but his, his first definitely.
0: Uh his first goal was a was a breakaway OT winner, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was,
2: yeah. yeah dude, come <laughs> on. Like winning with player. and man, just cuz we just talked about it and I forgot to say how about the smile on Jimmy Stu's face when he scored that? <laughs> um, oh. I'll, I'll, go ahead. I don't know if like Camper'soff's goal was nicer or Stutzl's goal was nicer. Stutzl's was like a like a nice air-lofted pass, like way deflected pass, like oh, way yeah, up just... in the air. And as it lands, one times it in like that. It's nuts. So. As it hits, oh, it was so clean, man. I yeah. like it surprised the
0: goalie. A good quote from the goalie, I won't remember, but he said he was very, <laughs> su- he was very surprised from the shot. And he just, he'd just he play him harder next time. He didn't think that was coming. He said for an 18-year-old, yeah. he was extremely surprised. Or 19, whatever he was.
2: That's uh, Jack Campbell there, Ty. Oh, yeah, the Jack one. Campbell. Uh,
0: yeah. Who's going to remember him? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Winnipeg, may I? Yeah, go, go for it. it. Patrick Liney is going to stuff it up my hoop because I said he was bad and I hated his guts like last pod. So, of course, Liney is going to get two goals and an assist in his first game back. Uh, first game?
1: Yeah, against the yeah, Flames.
0: against my team because he's just got to do it really dirty to me. Um, man, what a game. The shot is back. The snap shot, two-on-one. I'm not passing this. He's going to rip that like half the time. He looks dangerous. He looks like he did when he came into the league.
1: Man, his goal in the first game, he's on a breakaway and shot from the top of the circles. Yeah. And it just so went so twine and it was like, mm-hmm. dude, you can go you can go in closer, you know, like there's nobody on <laughs> you. Like, yeah. yeah. Is he it just, he, just me or does it look knows.
0: like he He's changed. Like he looks like a different player than he did at the end of last season. And I've been—that's why I fell so far off the wagon. Like he was one of my favorite players to watch when he came in the league, and I've slowly been like so discouraged. And man, he looks like a completely different dude. And I wasn't sure what we'd see at Winnipeg, especially given that they were eliminated in kind of an ugly way by Bank, by Calgary. Sorry. Um, given that that Kachuk injury on Shifley and uh, how the how the coaches felt about it, and and then Kachuk getting injured, it was just kind of a dirty dirty situation. Great game though.
2: Yeah, it's, it's interesting what uh, not having to play defense will do for an offensive talent like Line a
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Obviously, he looks dynamic when he's playing offense.
0: It, it reminded me of his first game when he was a rookie against the Toronto Maple Leafs. He, like, he got yeah. a hat trick, and they won the game, and I think Matthews had two goals and an assist or something, because they were back and forth all game, and, of course, they were the one and two picks that year, and Line a was my voice who so wanted to see him do well. And in a fairy tale ending, he went... He went. And, uh, Matthews misses his shot, the pass goes the other way, line A, breakaway, top of the circle, rips a chair, yeah. like scores the goal, if it's against the Hattie, love him, man.
2: And yeah, it's too bad, do. it's too bad, he uh, he's out tonight, he's out with uh, an upper body injury, I think, That's right. Uh, yeah. the report said, but it's too bad, because they played the Leafs, so it would have been Matthews, line A against each oh, other, so, yeah, yeah. could have been a cool storyline, to start the season, for But that, for sure. Yeah, totally.
1: Man, I just, I'm just like going through it in my head, I don't think there's a, bad canadian matchup that i wouldn't be like oh this game's on tv i'm not gonna watch it
2: that's what
0: i mean you're dead on like it's so hard to say no to like any of them especially like man if you think we're wrong how about you turn on the buffalo game and philly or whatever and you listen to the announcer and then sw- and watch the players for like two minutes and then watch switch to the other game and you hear a guy like losing his marbles and like people flying end to end like It's a different style of play.
1: I I was like falling asleep watching, listening to the Nashville announcers. What is
0: wrong with some of those guys, (laughs) man? Like you have a job where you talk hockey on live TV, act like you want to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Jesus. Uh, But yeah, just like talking about Canadian teams, like obviously there's a, Is we're only three or four games into the season, so it's not craziness, but man, some teams are impressing me. Like, I, I have loved Montreal's games. I, th- yeah. I think they have, they almost have the perfect strategy and system to combat every single Canadian team. Yeah. Where they've just, I, except for a couple, couple minutes here and there in that Toronto game in the first one where they were winning and blew the lead, they have been they have shut down McDavid. Yeah. Like they beat him again tonight. That's that's two in a row against the against the high flying Oilers yeah, team Jesus, where they really man. got nothing. And it's been, they've been, like, it, it's weird to say that they've been so
2: fun to watch because they are pretty <laughs> yeah. defensively, but man, yeah. it
1: is fun to watch how how good they are.
2: Yeah, it's true, their style, like, it, there's no flashy players, there's no, like, superstars, it's all just, like, a bunch of hard-working uh, forwards and defensemen who just go out there work their bag off, and, like, yeah, she, like you said, shut down the other team's superstar player so he doesn't hit the score sheet, and they're winning games, so...
0: It really reminds me of uh, a couple years ago when we saw Columbus doing their thing when they had the great backstop and they had like a top nine that was so deep, but nobody was really going to be the superstar. But there yeah. was so much depth that like you don't like the third line could could save you any night. Like it was kind of a and I find that with like that with them too. Like there's not many players offensively who I'm not like oh like look out like you know what I mean. Like I don't know I find their depth totally. very very interesting.
2: Yeah, do we want to touch on the superstar in Columbus uh, at the moment who may not be in Columbus for very much longer? No, so uh, not much of a superstar? Yeah, I guess he's not really a superstar, but I'd he's say a he's He's a wicked power I I meant, I meant yeah. as,
1: as in his first couple games.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he yeah, has definitely. been garbage. Tonight, uh, I guess this morning, he uh, benched the last like 10 minutes of the game. I think he played one shift 36 seconds in the last 10 minutes or something so uh tough to see obviously he wants out of columbus obviously uh tortorella doesn't really like that he wants out of columbus and isn't willing to play him to up his stock to maybe garner a trade Mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see what happens there
1: yeah just a quick note for why they're playing at nine o'clock in the morning to all of our american listeners happy uh martin luther king day oh yeah Uh, obviously that's a holiday down in the states we're obviously not from the states, but. yeah, I've got some got some morning hockey and yeah. Nice and
2: early
1: nine a.m. Yeah. our
0: time, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. twelve it Eastern, nine Pacific.
0: Yeah, Ty I was think... getting to work for the third. Yeah, eleven local <laughs> opening bar for the third. I was like, oh shit. Um, hey, oh it's the teams that we think are hot. May I please speak on Buffalo?
2: Definitely go for it.
0: Oh my God, boys! They like they lit up the the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. Kind of a bit of what I was hoping I'd see, just like the the superstars doing their thing. Eichel's got like six assists or seven, I'm pretty sure. Hall's one or two behind them, and that's just their apples. I know they're scoring too. Uh, that first line and the power play is just ab- so fun to watch, man. Like they're not always on all cylinders. Like I wish they were in the Canadian division, so they might be, but um, it's they're so fun to watch when they get going. Olufsen sniping. Uh, Hall wheeling and, and eichel passing, man, they're such a fun team to watch. Dolan too. I've been impressed with his uh with his development and Ristolainen had eight hits or nine hits tonight. Like I don't know. I, I love watching this team.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh definitely seems like more than ever any team can win any game. Like obviously yeah, Buffalo True. Buffalo lost to here? Washington both games to start the season, then they come in and just wipe out Philly. In the most Philly fashion, because Philly is so <laughs> unpredictable. They smoke Pittsburgh twice and then get steamrolled by Buffalo. And it's, so like, yeah, well, it's like, what can I ever take away from, like, I'm supposed to do analysis on these series, and, like, the craziest things are ha- constantly happening night after night. It's like, oh, this team's great. Then the next day they get 5 nothing loss. And it's like, well, okay. Everybody's back to normal. Yeah. Like, everybody's even yeah. still.
2: Yeah, well, and you touched on like Philly being un-unreal against Pittsburgh, looking so good, but like working so well as a team. Their stars were shining, uh, and then uh, the Jake Voracek clip where he absolutely rips into the reporter. I think we have it right, Mike. We want to play oh, that.
1: We do have the clip. We can uh, we can roll it right here.
0: Roll the clip. Um, two games in, Jake. How different. Does the season feel if at all given the circumstances of the off season and the condensed schedule and everything?
1: Doesn't matter what I say, Mike, you're gonna write fucking shit every time so it doesn't matter what you say. Uh yeah, it feels different. I mean, we got four points off the first two games. Uh I, I wasn't even gonna answer your question because you're such a weasel, it's not even funny.
2: Next question. Perfect. So <laughs> it's so funny. It's like <laughs> first of all. You hear Voracek go off on this reporter, but if you're actually watching the video, <laughs> we'll post it on our Instagram. But it's or maybe we did already, right? But connecting uh, sitting right beside him and his face the whole time, just stunned by what he says. Uh, so it was a good one. But anyways, it seems like as soon as as soon as that happened, as soon as that uh, clip happened, the team does doesn't show up. Like it's almost like Voracek's upset with the reporter, kind of brings it down on his team bad. Bad publicity, and then they come into the game tonight against Buffalo and throw up a doozy of a game.
1: Well, I think like there's definitely some history there because the weirdest thing for me is usually you see those like snarky uh, chirps at a, at a at a media member after a loss, but they just came off a five two victory, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, you know what, you're still just gonna write bullshit, and it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you go, for it, Jack, I love it. Keep we bringing the news.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like if any if any you're definitely you must get harassed by the media especially in like the big cities i love that i feel like you could never say something like that in toronto and not just get like shit on like you know what i mean they just turn you inside out for it but i like that people can bite back uh in 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 sports it's nice yeah
1: like if if there's a media member that's just been like writing hit pieces on you for like years or months or however long it is like if it's just like the usual couple words but they turn it a, a weird way like, definitely give it back to them. Like, I don't care. Like, go yeah, for it. It's not like it. they're not invincible. You're not invincible,
2: right? Yeah. Two ways it Definitely. It brings the personality of hockey out in, in those clips, right? And that's what we want to see. I think that's, like, a big reason the NBA is so popular is because of these, like, personalities and these, like, brands that these players are, are building and that, like, that's that's what you want to see. Um. I, I can't remember who it was or what team or whatever, but there was an NBA interview last year where the guy, there's like around COVID, and he's like, "Oh, is not gonna get me," and he like goes around and he touches all the mics and like is touching people. Rudy,
3: like, Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then yeah. he comes up and has COVID, but like that's so funny, and people tune into that, and that's what gets the views, yeah. and that's yeah, what there, gets, there it is. Like, right wow. exactly. So yeah. I love it. That like we need more of that in hockey.
0: Also, I just quickly before we move on. um Man you thought you thought connect was the connecting beside him Yeah yeah You thought his face was good man I find it way more satisfying to watch Borax cuz like you just like it's when you know you got, you got to, you should bite your tongue. The right thing to do is to just bite your tongue and do your job. But like you you snap on the inside. You can almost see the devil on each shoulder, and you quickly just go like just yeah. mutters off, mutters off what he really feels, and then and then gives a real
2: answer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, He goes right lucky, into the answer. He's lucky he even got the answer. Like I, I thought it was
0: a professional way to lash out.
1: Yeah, it was, it was. It was incredible. It was like you know what? You're just gonna write fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know it was a good game. We got four points, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love Classic. to see some
0: of that. I'd love to see some of that in the Canadian media. Like, I don't know if it would ever fly, but I would. I, I don't know. I think I think some players could de- could definitely use it. Like, I don't know. It must make you feel good. It must. And the
2: the Toronto media members could definitely use that because they need to cool it.
0: Oh, yeah, like a man. little bit. I feel like it'd be like it's almost like you're you're too outnumbered to do it there because it's yeah. almost like you make fun of one of them and he's got like an army of 60 dudes like with microphones <laughs> and just going to make your life hell so. <laughs>
1: speaking yeah. speaking of Toronto media can I get a can I get my bad take of the night here go yeah go for it so Steve Simmons I don't know where he's he done something in Toronto I think it's Toronto Sun oh yeah uh, like this, this was his tweet today about uh, just COVID and everything like that with the taxi squad and everything he said and I quote if I wanted to study math I would have been an accountant. No one told us we would have had to understand these weird pandemic salary cap restrictions and permutations in order to cover hockey. <laughs> oh
0: my god! What? That's the headline. Like that's
2: the... <laughs> that is his, that is his full tweet. Like, are you serious? Why why are people like this allowed to cover that's professional I mean. sports oh. for a living? Dude, I I don't get
1: it. I found the answer to the Taxi Squad salary cap stuff in one cat friendly tweet. (laughs) He's like, you know what I'll
0: do? I'll just tweet to my followers how much I hate following this sport I covered. Like, Jesus.
1: Imagine imagine thinking that's, like, crazy math. Like, he obviously is very against analytics. Um, (laughs) But, like, imagine having to be, like, not understanding the salary cap restrictions. It's like, okay, boss, there's 23 guys on the roster. That's normal. There's another five guys on average... In a taxi squad that all make their AHL salary, they go through waivers. That's about it. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward stuff. I don't, <laughs> not I don't not know. really math.
2: Not really math involved there, guy.
1: Not really math involved. Not. Uh, no need to whine a bitch about it either. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's part of your job to report on a sport. If a sport has one aspect that changes, you may want to learn that.
0: Yeah. So I mean. Thank you, Mike. Cause it's like prime example of like one of the 60 idiots that are stuffed in that room that like don't need to be, and and what these players gonna deal with, and why we I think they should be able to throw a little back at them because because they definitely deserve it at least some of the time. Um, since we're talking about Toronto, can we talk about Jumbo Joe's fit and how it looks?
1: Dude, I think I think it's come out a lot better than most people. Actually, I guess some people expected it, but I. At least for me, it's it come out a lot better than than what I projected. At least
0: better than I thought. Better than Marlowe.
1: Yeah, think. I think I think the one thing that separates Thart- Thornton and Marlowe is that you don't really lose playmake- playmaking ability with age, and Joe Thornton through his entire career has been probably like top ten in playmakers. Yeah, settled yeah, around like big top five well. for a long time, top three, but you know nestled comfortably in the top ten for mm-hmm. really the entire career and he just yeah he just gets his big body in the corners grabs the puck and he's instantly got his head up and you just don't lose that ability to find guys yeah like you don't have to you don't have to keep up with the game when you're doing that you just have the puck in the corner you can find old oh, Mitch Marner's at the point but I can see his skates moving a little bit that means he's gonna be back door in a second and a half bang tape it's in yeah and that was the th- that was the thing with Marlowe he was he was a lot more of a on the rush kind of guy, less of a passer, but you know as the game speeds up and they slow down it just becomes less effective but man playmaking eyes really don't change
2: definitely At two um Joe Thornton is a very big personality uh something that fits like we were just talking about very well with uh with the Toronto media oh, and it company. yeah and in that in that whole dynamic whereas Marlow uh great player but he was kind of quiet like he didn't get a bit get much more of a out of dad, him too like you know what totally I mean? like, I think Joe's yeah. a
0: bit more one of the boys, got a big beard shirt off with the guys. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah, Joe Thornton's there for it. He's living for the the big headlines in Toronto, and uh, you can the, tell for sure.
0: How about those laid-back Joe headlines, too? Like, I think I read about, like, 16 times this week that Joe's just laid-back <laughs> and so, so chill to be in in Toronto. Like, I don't know why it's been blown up so much, but it's all I keep hearing.
2: Right on. Um... I wanted to touch on the Detroit-Columbus game today. Uh, it, Dylan Larkin is, is in Detroit, uh, and Dylan Larkin and Zach Wierenski kind of know each other. Obviously, Zach Wierenski uh, is from Detroit. Uh, his parents live in Detroit. and are um, actually
1: childhood friends, too. I didn't know that until today.
2: Oh, well, there you go. That's yeah. pretty That's pretty awesome. So, uh, obviously, no fans are allowed in the building, so Wierenski's parents weren't really able to... Um, go ahead and get themselves, yeah, get themselves tickets. But Larkin, like the good guy he is, obviously, fam- uh, longtime friends, uh, bought the Werensky's parents tickets. Uh, gets gets them into the game, and then at the end of the game, they end up in a in a tussle. They they fight. They actually fought each other. Both went to the box for it. So uh, you you love to see that. That's that's so fun.
0: How late in the game was it?
1: Fifty five seconds left.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wonder what the, what the uh, Family and friends Are watching We're thinking hey, Like live in attendance
1: Dude nothing Nothing compares to hockey No you Yeah, just yeah. Get the... Two best friends oh, bought, <laughs> bought tickets for your family So you could Obviously you can't Get your t- get your tickets Because you're an away player But you know Bring them in anyways And we'll give them A Suck little show with the last you minute. Like, Give
0: me a couple Donnie Brooks At the end <laughs> of the game Yeah
1: <laughs> Love it Yeah there was like a Full on almost Line brawl there It was It was a crazy yeah. ending
2: yeah, like, few fights, it was great. But like you said, that's hockey.
1: That's hockey.
0: And you know what? I wanted to. I don't think I touched on other uh, back-to-backs we were talking about, but, man, I think fights this year are going to be different, mostly because of those, like, mostly because these back-to-backs, and I don't know, I think we're going to see stories evolve in playing teams so much. Like, I think by the end yeah. of the season, especially if teams are, like, close and they're fighting for the spot or whatever it may be, if, if there was a big injury last game, like, there's going to be some quality dust. Yeah, yeah.
1: there's no more like, oh, this guy took a knee on knee in October, but he's gonna answer the bell March third.
3: Yeah, you know? <laughs> well put. Like, was all, like, really to put
1: it. like two days later, they're going at it again and say, okay, like um, yeah. who were we talking about before? That uh, Miles Wood. He ran the goalie, a little bit of a little bit of a shot on the goalie, and uh, two days later, ten seconds into the game, he's dropping the gloves, just an- yep. answering for his shot and great. Yeah.
0: We love to yeah. see it. That's that's hockey culture, and like, and it just
2: makes the game so good. Totally, you're gonna to see Zach Cassian and Matt Kachuk play each other like ten times this year. So, yep. uh, those those are just two names that kind of headline the the fighting in the league these days. So, uh, yeah, get ready for that for sure.
1: Yeah, and there's gonna be more Matthew Kachuk and Zach Cassian rivalries with everybody playing eight times this year. Like, there's gonna be exactly there's gonna be ten of those.
2: Yep. It's going to be 100%. great.
1: Man, yeah, it's, it's awesome so far.
2: Uh, do we want to quickly touch on injuries? Um, I know we, yeah, kind, of we talked, kind of talked about line A being out, uh, upper body injury, not really sure day to day. Sean Couturier, uh, unfortunately, is out for, I think, at least two weeks. I think he separated his shoulder.
1: Yeah, big loss for um, the Flyers, and that's probably why they didn't look too hot against the Sabres as well.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and then Nick Robertson with the Leafs. He's out, I think, four weeks with a knee injury. Um, what else?
1: Uh, Oliver ekman Larson took right, a bite yeah. out of the boards, and the, bite, <laughs> and the boards took a bite out of him. He's out uh, week oh to my. week.
0: Week to week? That's not so
2: bad. Potentially. Could Potentially, be yeah. a few weeks.
1: Week to week's a uh, lot worse than day to day, but if it's two to three weeks or if it's like eight to nine weeks, you, you never
2: know. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for the big ones, right?
1: Um, yeah, Matt Grizzlick went out today as right. well. He's day to day, so he could be back pretty quick. But what are we talking with emerging line for is, the Bruins?
0: Line is day to day.
1: I think so. Yeah, I think it was yeah, just yeah. like a just a quick scratch today, and I don't know if it's gonna be anything Game-time major
0: decision or something. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah,
2: potentially rest management, but who knows?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the only way to win, baby. Um, yo, okay, are we done with injuries?
2: <clears throat> yeah, go for it.
0: Time made a discovery watching a Florida game recently, and that is that <laughs> their mascot—he's a Panther. Go figure. But his name is Stanley.
2: Yeah. What yeah. the
0: fuck, man? What? <laughs> Come on, they've never won one, have they?
1: Uh, they've been to one finale, and they got swept by the the Abs it.
0: <laughs> what? You're like jinxing yourself, naming your fucking mascot Stanley, and like that's yeah, a rough look <laughs> i don't come on man like i, I, I read that and i was like no way i was like that just feels like you're shooting yourself in the foot like you're setting yourself up for joke city um uh duncan keith's flow have you guys seen that shit <laughs> has he ever had long hair he, yeah yeah it's like longer than tanev's it's like down to his nips
2: <laughs> yeah it's same like, with uh mika zabinejad with the rangers
0: oh literally like probably i don't even it know who's long so
2: long yeah, it's cr- it's... it looks
0: awkward. Like it almost catches me <laughs> off guard. But I love flow, love yeah. lettuce. But that's like
1: just Once, once the guard. lettuce comes out the front, it's like okay. Yeah, it's, keep, a, keep little, the it's a little long now. Yeah, yeah, keep her it's in the funny. back.
0: But no, keep an eye. I want. I want to know longest lettuce plan of this. Everyone's going through rough times. Probably got some phases in the locker
2: room somewhere. I just yeah. want to see who's got the longest lettuce plan of all this. I'll tell you, boys. Like before the pandemic, I was clean shaven, nice short haircut. I let her go. i my hair's long now. But I got a scruffy beard—not really beard, but like scruffy on my face. Like I, I think I would let it go if that if I was an NHL player too. So, right, on. I'd love to see it.
1: Yeah, just wearing a mask every day. I'm like, I don't want to shave. I'm covering it up anyways. <laughs> Dude,
0: yeah, when, this exactly. pandemic,
2: when this pandemic started. I think we
0: got the, the first like initial stay side order around like the 13th of March or maybe the 9th of March somewhere in there. And I remember I was like working construction doing some uh, some residential framing and I wasn't in the bar anymore because they were just starting to shut that down because all this COVID stuff. And I remember, um, uh, oh my God, don't lose it. Boys, where were we? Where were we? <laughs> I lost it. I lost it.
2: That's okay, Ty. It was, you were so enthusiastic about it. I love it. It was, it was no, great. you
0: just coming back to where I was. What were we talking about? I got it right on tip of my tongue.
2: Uh, COVID. Talking about COVID, you're yeah. You were construction lettuce. residential for it. Yeah. Oh, that
0: was it. It was the fucking lettuce for the for the lockdown. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, it's it okay. the lettuce for the lockdown. Ty gets the orders. He's gonna be a framer. Looks like he's not getting back in the bar scene for a while. And I'm like, and I'm talking. And my roommates are like all home. They're all in the industry. Like everyone's got orders to stay home. I'm the only guy working building houses. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna see anyone but the guys I work with. And like you, you got orders to stay home. I'm just gonna grow it out. And then. I get, I grew it out for a while until it got real gross, I was like, I gotta do something with it. And then I was even growing my beard out. Like I've never done that. And I grew my beard out for like six months straight. Like I looked. I looked like, like like a wild man by the end of it. And it was so fucking. <laughs> it was so. I'll find a picture for you guys. You look. You look great. Dude, I at the very yeah, end too. like Right before I got hired back at the bar after COVID slowed down, um, I got a. I got a molly. I went in and oh, I was like, yes. I was like, I gotta do something good with my hair, and I. I'm like, but I want suggestions. I don't want to do what I normally do. And the girl's like, you know what I would do? I'm like, what? She's like, and I was thinking, I was hoping she would say a mullet. And she's like, a mullet. I was just doing them for like two years in New Zealand and I just moved back here. I do them for tons of rugby players. Let me do it. And oh my God, man, like left it like long, like long, but like shaved <laughs> on the sides. And I have this big stupid yes. like McGregor beard. Oh, I look so dumb. I'll find that pic <laughs> for you. Because I, I just look nasty. No one knew who I was for like when I went to see them.
2: I remember That's incredible. Things. That was That was good.
0: yeah the the molly was good
2: uh we quickly touched on obviously the whole reason this conversation started was Duncan keith's flow um i want to bring it back to chicago because i got a note here about chicago obviously uh rough start to the season for them they're uh oh and three they lost two in a row to tampa and then they lost to um florida last night um yeah, they, they got to do something with their goaltending if they want to be competitive this year. And it's kind of it's sad to see, obviously, uh, Taze is out, Doc's out. Kane is kind of like the the go-to guy there. He's been there the longest. Uh, Keith as well. But it's just it's tough to watch for them, uh, these good players that are just kind of on a shitty team. Although uh, they were good for so long, so it's it might not be too hard to watch. Um, but a quick note, they, they re-signed their coach, Jeremy Collison, uh, for two years, which uh, to, stood out to me, boys, because uh, Jonathan Tate, Patrick Kane, Alex DeBrinckit, and Duncan Keith are all uh, needing a contract the exact same time as their uh, head coach is going to need to, to resign it's as well. So, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be uh, maybe the turn of the guard uh, in a couple of years in Chicago. Maybe they just kind of clean house and restart. I don't know. But something to look at for sure.
1: I definitely... I I was just gonna say, like that'll be interesting, because I don't feel like Patty Kane's the guy to kind of stay there because he's been there, kind of kind of guy. Yeah. I, I think I, I think he's just like uber competitive. I think he's just gonna go wherever. I don't think yeah. he has really any. Not I'm not gonna say loyalty to Chicago because that kind of seems a little short sighted. But yeah. like I don't think he's gonna take any discount or anything like that to stay with Chicago when he can find Definitely somewhere that's not. gonna that's gonna go light him up.
0: He's going to pull the LeBron James or the Kawhi Leonard. He's going to have like all the news teams like doing the big story on his decision, go to the cave with his boys and figure out where he's going to go to win, to win <laughs> his best chance at a cup. Yeah, I see it's see him true. He, one of
2: he, those. Yeah, same.
0: And also, I just want to quickly touch on uh, Chicago. You know what? I They look awful on paper. Talked about how they probably got the worst goalies, some of the worst defense you could see in the league. Um, man, they still score goals. They can still score three or four a night, like, and it's not crazy to say that. Like, they might get four or five on them every night. But I mean, I think it's funny because with with the with the electric offense that they can have, it's uh, we've seen it a million times. It seems like they bring up they bring up these names that aren't that big, and they put these young guys with Kane and Taves, and somebody just ignites. You know what I mean? So I don't think their chances are quite as bad as I thought before. I'm like kind of impressed by how they still can score goals.
1: I think I think it just shows how underrated and underappreciated Corey Crawford was. Yeah. Oh, at, le- at least outside of Chicago. Absolutely. Like except for yeah. yeah, except for a couple like off years, that dude was a
0: rock. To do it for yeah. that long in one spot. Like is what's so rare to me. This, what, was it like 11 years or something in Yeah, one he city? he
1: came in as a rookie in 2011 after they won the cup. And yeah. uh he was the one in net when the Who was
0: in the net Canucks when they won the cup? Do you know? That is tough. I thought oh, it was Crawford. Man. Who was it? When they won It won. was Crawford.
1: No. In 2010.
0: Wasn't it? But that would have been, or sorry, it would have been rookie season. No. But that doesn't seem right either. I'm sorry. <laughs> we We're going to look at this. that. Because <laughs> um, that would be remarkable if he won the Stanley Cup's rookie season.
1: No, I don't think he did. Uh, I don't I think, think so was either. In, in my head, was it Niemi still in there?
0: It must have been. It must
2: have. Oh been. yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're it so was right. how do we
0: forget Niemi? Oh my, that's how good yeah, Crawford because... is. Yeah, because you don't even remember the guy before him.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Crawford had two cups, and Niemi had one.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. yeah it yeah, was right. So, the dynasty was split up. Okay, nice. My bad. Well done,
2: Mike. Thank you. Good, job, Thank good you. call. On. Well done. Um, let it, we let do us actually were,
1: let, us, let us know if you were screaming at the uh, at the podcast, <laughs> and yelling at TDM me for three
0: minutes yeah. while we had to look that one up. I'm pretty sure Probably. last pod we said Crawford had three cops too, so yeah, uh, fuck me on. Fuck me on that yeah,
2: line. no, we we definitely did, and I was like, uh, oh, I think it was two, but that's okay. I'm not sure. Anyways, I, I thought he did too until I was rewatching some of the the Canucks, like the
1: Canucks slaying the dragon against Chicago. That was oh, yeah. that was when I learned that. that was that was Crawford's Black first Hawk year. Down. No,
2: that was actually Crawford. Blackhawk down with Burroughs. Oh, okay, bro. I see. It was cr- okay, yeah. it yeah, was his sense.
1: rookie year, and I, that's when I learned that he was a rookie that season. I couldn't believe right. it. Right, well,
2: yeah, okay, that's Mike nuts. put it all
0: together.
2: Yeah, you know. um, we do. We do have uh, suspension to cover here, boys. Oh, uh, oh, Sammy Blay with with oh. a rough hit on Devontae's of the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, gets two games for check to the head. Um, take it away, Ty. I know you got a lot to say. No, about this. no, I
0: want Mike. I want to hear Mike's first. I want to hear Mike's. Okay, first. okay.
1: Just, just an absolute garbage display of sportsmanship by Sammy Blake. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah it <laughs>
1: You know, it, I mean, the game moves fast. Devontae was was bent over a little bit, but obviously the only point of contact was the head. Didn't raise an elbow, but yeah, shoulder to the head. They're gonna they're gonna want to cut that out of the game. Is and that it first was, game of the season? Yeah, it was the first game of the season. It was oh, man, it nice. was a bad welcome to Colorado moment for for Taves there, but. You know, two, two games. I I can, I'm fine with two. That's basically you know what? three games in a three or four games in a prorated season. I don't mind two there.
0: I'm watching it right now just to just to be fresh on her right here. And it, man, like you can see, I, I think that's that's more than two without a doubt. If uh, if he doesn't have the complete remorse as soon as he hits him, like he turns around, like oh shit, like. Like he knows he's a sassy as soon as he sends the guy.
1: Yeah, Blaze a good <laughs> good working like third liner, but you don't really see he wa- that. He right
0: wanted that. He wanted shoulder to chest. He just missed yeah. it. It, w- it was moving fast that play, but but that sucks. I'm I'm glad it was just two though because he didn't mean to. And do we know if the is Taves okay? Is he injured? Yeah,
1: no, he's
2: back. He's yeah, fine. He's fine.
0: Okay, good, good. Well, you know. Yeah, thankfully. Could be yeah. could be worse, and I'm glad it wasn't. Glad it wasn't.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw this either. Um in the first LA-Minnesota game, uh, obviously the one where Kaprizov scored the OT winner to net his first goal, um, the, the Kings literally had the puck at the red line, and they, like, sauced it down. Empty net. They're up 3-2. Empty net. And it literally, it, like, floats in the air, looks like it's going in at the last second, like, bounces, hits the post. With like thirty seconds left, it would have made it four three or four two, L A. His supposed stays out. Um, Minnesota goes down and scores with two seconds left. Or sorry, maybe not. Maybe not uh, two seconds left.
1: You're you're also thinking of the, the
2: second Wrong game. game. Yeah, the second uh, game of the team. Unbelievable. They both, they both went to overtime. They both went four three in overtime. Yeah, that's yes. kind of tough
3: to yeah. remember though.
2: Okay, but they did score with two seconds left. To tie the game, to take it to overtime, and then yeah. Kaprizov assisted on the OT winner to Marcus Johansson. Yeah, with ten seconds left in overtime. With yeah, with ten seconds left in overtime, that's nuts, dude. Like he's a game-changing
0: I, oh, player. Yeah,
2: yeah, he is for sure. But heartbreaking play for the Kings. Like, oh, you, yeah. literally, the camera angle that uh, I saw. I'll See if I can bring it up. We can post it on Instagram. Um, but it, like you can see the LA King player shoot it. And like the puck is literally coming for the net. You can see it the whole way. And it lasts like yeah. it is the post.
1: It's behind the net camera, like to the right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy angle. Um, yeah, man, I feel bad for one, the Kings betters to win the game. And yeah. also the Kings puck line betters <laughs> that could have yeah. been up two there and they couldn't even crack the W yeah. as a degenerate gambler feel for you. And, uh, yeah, also bad, bad betting beat here. I had, I had Travis Kanekani to score the first goal of the <laughs> uh, the Pens Flyers first game of the season. Obviously, he did not have that. He had a nice uh, two-on-one shot that uh, just missed. But obviously, he comes back in the second game with a quick hat trick, scores the first two goals of the game, and uh, just 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 nice. hits me right in the right in the heart. One game late on it, and he gets a hatty. Congrats to him though.
2: Yes that's his first hat trick, right? Yep. Yeah, it looked good. Um i hey, cool. so sorry, did Lafrenier get
0: a goal yet? No, you didn't say anything. No, not yet. Not yet. No points. Okay. No points.
2: No points yet.
0: Interesting, did a good second game, but really rough first one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching yeah. yeah. still, but
2: can we touch on the, the goalies too? The Rangers goalies, but like the young Russian goalies? Yeah. Uh, yeah please, obviously, sit. Chesterkin didn't do so hot in that first game against the Isles, like uh, down maybe. four, four nothing, loss. Uh, and then uh, obviously the first game against the Isles, uh, Barlamov played, and then the second game, <laughs> Rangers come back and they win. What was it five nothing? Yeah, five uh, and <laughs> Ilya Sorokin played. So like two rough, rough goes for the young or I guess younger Russian goalies coming in, and then yeah, Ilya Samsonov. They're that those trio that trio was like uh the three-headed russian goalie monster coming into the nhl in the next couple of years maybe like 5 years back so. i like how samsonov looks but he looks like shaky doesn't he yeah yeah he he did like, he's a good Watch goalie him. and he, he played well for sure but he just like his numbers aren't aren't up to snuff up to where they should be like uh they beat buffalo like 6-4 he had like 20 shots four goals on 20 shots is mm-hmm. like not great for you know like an elite starting goalie so uh, it'll be interesting to see how these guys rebound and come back and um try and kind of show what they're worth and their pedigree coming into this year
1: yeah like just speaking of for Sorokin like that's got to be a tough spot you're you're ready to back up the second game of the season and then Varley takes a ball a puck to the, the collarbone and it yeah. goes down instantly and then you got to jump into your first ever game and you're playing against the Rangers and it's just obviously it doesn't go well for him. And it, it sucks to have that as your first game with like no prep time. And maybe that maybe that worked in his advantage that he didn't have any like two day nerves or anything like that. Yeah. But man, it's, yeah, he uh, got the first game over with. But yeah, yeah no awful. prep, no prep time. And uh, just just uh, talking a bit about goalies when we were all, when we were all chatting while watching the, the Canucks Flames game on Saturday night. Tyler's just going off about. uh, Yeah, you want me
0: to want me to tell my piece? Yeah, just just give
1: her. So we're like, we're you know we're doing the predictions. Everybody's listened to the last couple episodes. Ty's been you know sweet talking the Canucks a little bit and you know getting on the good side. Like I'm a Canucks fan and a Flames fan. Everything. Not ten minutes into the first Flames Canucks game and Ty's just ripping the Canucks a new one Canucks fans Canucks media Canucks players like everybody's just emphasis, hitting the pan
0: emphasis was on the, the the goalies and just I just find that like I hear I always hear about the Canucks fans every year they bitch about the goalies every year for like 10 years like I remember from like the past 10 years because that's when we like lost kipper or around then and it was, and it was brutal for us and we're like always stitching together these shitty goalies that we can like it's just, it's the bottom of the barrel, what you can get, and like, you guys are, the Canucks are like, bringing up Eddie Lack, and bringing up Corey Schneider, and bringing up Thatcher Demko, and who am I missing? <laughs> There's like two or three more I'm missing. Like, maybe they weren't all great, but they just keep coming up out of nowhere, and like, and like at least you got them all in the mix too, like, we have to go out and, and pay money, or try to sign or trade for these clowns. Did you say Marchram? Fu- Oh yeah, I know I didn't because we took them. But yeah, uh, no Markstrom as well, of course, another big one. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just find it so annoying, and then and then yeah, it's so easy to get the get the fire lit in me when the Flames Canucks games are on. Uh, the, the Flames <laughs> did me proud again tonight, but um, it's just a fun rivalry. It's hard to not get into, and, and, and yeah, I I do get frustrated hearing the Canucks fans bitch about their team because I thought they had a really really easy run with the goalies lately. Man,
2: just we love like, it, Ty.
1: Just going off about the Canucks, like they haven't looked so hot. They which look is awful. Kind of what I predicted, uh, which uh, a lot of us predicted. Like I think I had them sixth. I think Ty also had them sixth. I
2: had them third.
1: Third. Okay. Well, let's no, I, think, yeah, I, I yeah, had. Yeah. I
3: think I had them. Uh, I don't I remember. Let's look. See,
1: that, that's the that's the preseason Ty love. You know, now if you did it again, Ty's got them nowhere near the playoffs.
0: Well, it's tough to say. Like, I you need to have that power play clicking, and like, yep. I don't, I don't really see them clicking yet. And not to mention, they lost some pretty big names. Like, Sefoli was a fucking monster for these guys last year. So was JT Miller. Like, to think that JT will put up the same numbers is a lot. Um, he's no also Tiffoli. coming
1: back this week, so that's good. That's Pardon good for me. them. He, he,
2: didn't he play tonight? I think he played tonight.
1: I
0: didn't see him. I didn't
2: yeah, he got an assist tonight.
1: All right. Oh, there you go. I didn't do much. JT, yeah, yeah,
2: on on Vertanen's goal. Oh, oh Big
0: Tuna. Let's talk about Big Tuna. Big Tuna, <laughs> shotgun, shotgun Jake. Jake. Fucking he's got a couple nicknames. Um, good WHL kid, was on the hit man. Rookie season, comes to camp too fat. They call him shotgun Jake. <laughs> like, man, but but like and you're supposed to shotgun a beer every time he scores a goal, but the guy scores like four goals a year, so <laughs> have fun lighting it up, Vancouver fans. However, I think he's got like three goals this season. Like like, Shotgun oh, no. Jake is fucking hot, boys. He had a golden tonight off of Yusuf Alamaki to shot from the point. Um, Potter was mentioning on the weekend we were watching the game that just, like, he's been looking like a way better player every year.
1: Also, that's his first goal of the year, but <laughs> He looks great. He looks great.
0: It's because they're playing the Flames, boys, so they're going to score. And, and McJesus.
1: Yeah, also, oh, like, true. like Quinn Hughes has not looked that great, especially, like, in the, in the defensive end. He has been if you ever see a goal line or like a net front scramble with the Canucks Quinn Hughes is the guy standing beside the post and then as soon as I mean he doesn't pick up a guy and as soon as the puck goes in he's the one smacking his stick on the post like fuck come on yeah like, it, it's, it, it's, it's happened so many times this year uh, every time I watch the Canucks and a goal goes in it, it's Quinn Hughes just looking lost not picking up a yeah. guy in.
0: I don't think I like anyone better than him quarterbacking a power play except maybe Kale McCarr, though like no, no, it's
1: definitely honest. the power play. But like, even his, his but, but five on right. five he's, game yeah, hasn't hasn't right. really meshed. Like, it's just power play.
2: Yeah, well, so he's I minus minus two ahead. tonight.
0: I was gonna say you're gonna see a really, you're gonna see him get hit a lot. Like, he does a target on his back now. I, I didn't really think of it until I saw him against Calgary tonight, uh, Chuck especially. But everyone's finishing their check on him. They showed mm-hmm. how many t- checks he had to dodge. It was kind of crazy to see.
1: And that, that's the one thing I'd take Makar over Hughes in in a, in a heartbeat is the physical game. He's like just Ma- too small. Macar freight trains guys and people oh, he's don't huge. people don't expect him to do it cuz he's a smaller guy, he's, he's labeled as an offensive guy. But man, there was a clip probably 10 maybe even less games into his his career, not including the playoffs that he joined in last year, he's going to get the puck to the hash mark. It's lost in his feet. Max Comtois coming down on the Ducks. Not a small guy. Like he's a big boy. He's, he's power yeah, forward. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of girth to him. And Makar's fumble fucking the puck in his feet. Oh yeah. And at the very last second, he seems Comtois not even caring about the puck. And Comtois coming in to just run the guy through the through the wall. And instantly, Kale McCarr just chucks up his shoulder and just drops Comtois. Like it was one of the craziest hits, and it was it was incredible. I, was loving it, but yeah, dude, the dude can just the dude can just rock guys. And I just Quinn Hughes obviously doesn't have that in him. And also,
0: yeah. I think we just quickly just quickly I think we shit on Myers one of these pods. I don't mind him. I don't think he, he scored looks, tonight. I don't think he looks bad, man. He, I think he's either scored or and or an apple.
2: No, he scored. He scored, yeah.
0: scored. Okay, I saw him in, in, on a goal, but I didn't know if he was, it was his. Um, I don't know, man. I, for how big he is, like. It, i don't know especially on a team where like you really need size and grit on that team especially in this division i really like yeah. myers there i, fucking I love are so lucky to have him
1: love honestly. watching nate schmidt
2: yeah he's he, a fun player to watch yeah
1: super great super what number is he rocking he wears 88
3: oh
2: yeah <laughs> yeah he just
1: he just brings nice. that element like he just he's an absolute bulldog out there and doesn't doesn't care he's just gonna chuck everything into the corners and He's just gonna go after it, and he's he's yep. not gonna shy away from anything. He can he can play offensively. He can he can do it all. And yeah, I love the energy he brings, and
0: he's sick. Double infinity Mike. has got to have that energy. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, Mike. I appreciate you bringing up Max Comtois because uh, my final note of the podcast, or final note for tonight. Uh, first of all, he's got three goals in uh, in two games. Three Damn. goals, I guess, in three games now because he didn't score tonight, but. Anyways, yeah, looking real hot. He is wearing a tinted visor. Oh. I don't What's think like I've ever. Football? Yeah, I don't think I've seen somebody since like uh, obviously David Perron wears one, and Alex Ovechkin used to wear one. But other than that, like I don't remember a player wearing one. I got one for you. Okay, let's go. All right, Matt Calvert of the Avs. He wears a pink visor. <laughs> pink. Pink.
0: Breast
1: cancer, where nah, it, it helps him with his eyes and the glare because of concussions.
2: Oh, that's no bizarre. Way. Yeah, pink. Anyways, vitamins.
1: absolutely. Okay, just a quick note on Matt Calvert. Love the oh. guy, he is literally the perfect guy you want on your team, third or fourth line. He will block shots with his head, which he has done. Um, and he's just he just goes balls to the wall of the team. The logo on his front is literally the entire world to him as soon as the first puck drop goes, and he is once i'm assuming he they won't sign re-sign him just due to cap troubles and everything the abs are going to have soon but man wherever he goes he is going to be an absolute spark plug
2: yeah that's awesome
0: where where were you today
2: sorry yeah sorry we're
1: just jumping in there
2: that's okay yeah it was good it was good i like dark dark tinted visor so he's literally like i i haven't seen that since like old ovechkin or i guess watching david perron but uh, maybe wanted to step up his, uh, offensive game and decided to go with the tinted visor. I don't know. Who knows? But he looks cool.
1: Yeah, because they, like, outlawed them for at least a certain tint, didn't they? Yeah. Like, I think Ovi said he would still wear it if, if he was allowed
2: to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I know for sure that Comtois, I just looked at it up and yeah. he definitely, he definitely is wearing a tinted visor. I was just going to ask when
0: Ovi switched, because I honestly, like, I wouldn't, it's... Uh... I can barely remember seeing him with it on. Yeah, it's like
1: when he matured his game. That's when he like got to the clear vise. It's just like you remember like flying around Ovi just absolutely steamrolling guys not giving a care in the world about any defensive game and he's always got a tinted visor but now he's just like you know, level-headed, a bit more defensive, still putting up 50 goals in a year but he's got a clear visor.
2: Yeah, well and like it makes you think of the, the goal that actually the anniversary was just the other day but that yep. he scored, like, falling over and, like, spinning behind his back. nice. <laughs> yeah the ice. Yeah, like, the nicest goal ever to be scored.
1: Yeah, that is the best goal. No debate. Unless you have a different answer. But uh, that's my goal of the ever. Forever.
0: That's the Holizers' number one overall goal that's, right yeah. there, boys. That, like, honestly, come on. He scores on his back. You watched that as a kid. This Top ten goals. Just, that's number 2008 one. 2008 or something. Yeah, like um but, uh, man yeah. quickly while we're hitting on uh on ovechkin here um you guys think obi jr's gonna be a star one day oh, <laughs> i'm i'm pretty sure that that slapper is getting passed on i'm just picturing happy, you know, where he's like my dad loved hockey and one thing he gave me was a slap shot i can just picture obi just cranking out slaps with with fucking obi jr
2: do we know his name like his first no, name? No, it's Ovi Jr. to Ovi me, Jr. You know. Ovechkin, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what, does, does anyone know? No. No idea. No, no idea. It,
0: it.
1: Is it, uh, I know it's like, is it like Ilya? Probably. I remember, like, I remember Can when I it Google was his name. Can you Google Ovi's kid quick? I remember when it was, like, his name. Oh, it's Sergei. Sergei Ovechkin. Sergei <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ovechkin. I believe It's a I, Russian, I, I it's a russian name Fedorov, of some sort. I believe Oh, yeah, that that makes sense.
1: Um... Yeah, the kid's nuts.
0: Hey, you know what? I also, while we're talking Washington real quick, I like Kachara looks out there. Yeah. Like, I actually fits in reasonably well. I also think John Carlson looks better than ever. Yeah. Like, he looks like an absolute weapon coming down right now. It's, it's
1: funny how, like, I just have a memory of every, like, first or second game of the season, you look at Washington's box score, and it's like, oh, yeah, Ovechkin from Carlson and, Bastion, um, <laughs> That's and I mean. uh, Backstrom like, on the power play. It looks like they get... Four power play goal the first game of the season every year. Yeah, every every yes. year I see that first game and I'm like, Oh, why the hell did I take any caps in my fantasy? Yeah, pool? literally. Yeah.
0: Every time you're like, Oh, fantasy, like, or, or someone just lights it up like early. Like, you'll see like Koozie have like an eight point, you know, a six point night. You're like, well, yeah,
1: they always do that early. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and and it's been like that since 2010. Like, it's the same. Yeah, they always light well it up. Put. Night changed. one since 2010.
1: No, you can say well put, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I hate
1: it. i'm getting a well put shirt yeah. i hope
0: so we'll I merch. We'll some let's good do ones. it uh man anyone else stand out to you boys I'm trying to think i had kako obviously looking great but just one game yeah I scored hmm.
2: his first the uh, first of the year yep not off the top of my head no oh jacob marshall did we touch on him against vancouver not Lights quite. out no, in the first game. Calgary. No, we haven't. Yeah, oh. like looked unreal in the first game against Vancouver. Put a posted a shutty for sure, and then tonight uh, only two goals. So, uh, yeah, looking looking pretty good against his old team. Yeah,
0: he does look good. I think they faced a a really determined Winnipeg Jets that night, mostly Patrick Line. But um, yeah, I really like how Calgary looks, man. It makes me. I'm still trying to. I have not see it to believe it, guys. So I think it'll take me like a, a nice-looking record to really believe in in, in the boys is because I've had so yeah. many years that they just throw it in my face. But but it's a fun year to watch, man. It's a fun year to watch. And I got to admit, it's definitely, like, it's a, it's a front-runner. Like, I haven't been as confident in the Flames yeah. since, like, I don't know, since since again I had, like, at Camilleri. That's for the last time I thought they were good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every, every win at the beginning of the season it's just is just such a big boost for every team like yeah especially even though there's there's less games but every game is worth four points you know you can go up or down two points either way uh every game is a divisional game but man even in like 82 game seasons you see the stats like 75 percent of the teams in the playoffs by mid-november like usually american thanksgiving is is, is gonna stay that way so man just the wins at the beginning of the season are just gonna provide so much extra help when if say there's a big injury or something like that that happens to a team, it's just there's just extra cushion. And they're yeah, looking it's they're true. Looking good.
2: It's true. Uh, actually, Ty, you said any other players that we like? Um, mm-hmm. Please, Jacob Ch- Jacob Chikrin with the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, not. Did I like, say his name? Yeah. Yeah, Ch- 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 Chikrin. Ch- no, it's not No.
0: Too- <laughs> oh fuck. <Okay. laughs> That's the thing I, I brought
2: up. Say- oh. I brought Um, him up just to just to teach you how to say his name. You're welcome. (laughs) Hit him. Sorry. Uh, No, that's okay. (laughs) Obviously, like he's still young, 22. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larsen, as we mentioned earlier, took a bite out of the boards and it will be out for uh, I don't know how long. I think he's like week to week, you said. So yeah, who knows how long he'll be out. Uh, Looks like he's going to quarterback quarterback the first power play. Uh, He has four points in three games. Uh, so far last year he scored 12 goals Uh, I think he could probably that was his career high so far is 12 in one year uh, I think he could definitely um, pass that uh, so that'll be an interesting storyline to watch this year
1: yeah we, we touched on him uh, a little bit a, a little bit ago with with his injury but Semyon Varlamov he's he's ever since he got to the Long Island he's loving Barry Trotz's system, and it, it, it's showing on the stats. He gets a shutout in his first game, goes goes back-to-back back against the Rangers, but obviously gets injured in warm-ups, comes back again today against Boston, and shuts him out too. He hasn't let a goal in yet.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if you know, Mike, but the goalie coach there, Mitch Korn, yeah. uh, absolute beauty, and apparently he is one of the better uh, goalie coaches in the league. Guys love playing for him, working with him, so... Uh, that'll help for sure as well. Yeah, he's 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 incredible.
1: Uh, anything else you want to break down our top ten on Instagram? You want want to quickly? Yeah, let's get, go through it. Jive at that. So we all did our own top ten, combined it into one big group. So basically, if you got first place, you get like ten points. Second place, nine points. Whoever had the most points out of all three of our pools, that's how we got our uh, cumulative top ten. Um, but yeah so leading up to to puck drop 10 days before we released one player every day obviously the morning of puck drop we released our number one player who was Nathan McKinnon uh, and we also released all three of our top 10 lists individually and uh, got some love got some feedback got a little bit of what the fuck hey. are these picks a little bit of sass <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Crosby
0: was, wasn't in there boys yeah
1: that was a, that yeah. was a big one uh, having hey. having Crosby not on there
0: it was especially hard to do this year because it just, it just feels so different and stuff. Like There's so many things to account. And man, when I thought, like we said players to watch, when I thought players to watch, I wasn't exactly thinking of a lot of the guys I watch for every year. I was really thinking of breakout players because I think there's going to be tons of them. Potentially, Like it's easy to make that argument
2: yeah totally you say like players to watch and i'm thinking like guys that are gonna bounce back or guys that are gonna have monster years uh like good players that we've been watching for years that like might take it to the next level this year um i feel like crosby every year quietly has like 70 points and is unreal and like has like the four or five highlight goals or highlight plays all year every year so uh, that's why I didn't put him on my top 10 but going back uh, probably should have he probably should have been at least top 5 but at
3: least mentioned yeah I should have Yeah.
2: It's, live it's, and learn it, it's so hard like you start writing down guys
1: so you're like okay this guy's a lock for the top 10 this guy's definitely a lock for the top 10 you've got 10 locks and you're halfway through the league yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it, it is it's, true. it's so hard to it's so hard to narrow it down to 10 guys that's why these lists like everybody does them because nobody will have the same two lists Yeah. yeah. and um, yeah, yet. I think I think my only one regret on my top ten is not having Victor Hedman. I think that'd be my one change. And I'd probably switch him out for. I don't know. Actually, I probably might switch him out for Brain Point, but I mean, I love Point, so I don't know. I don't know what I don't know how I'd take him. I don't know who I would take out, but uh, I yeah. think Headman deserves top ten.
2: Yeah, actually, Mike. Uh, to your point, I 100 percent agree with you. Uh, I didn't have him in my top ten either. I probably put him like yeah seven, maybe eight uh after ov uh and just bump carlson out i had carlson at 10 uh eric carlson not even john carlson so uh rough i was i was thinking players to watch carlson hadn't played in like 16 months or something and i thought he'd have a bounce back but i digress
1: yeah like, like i said at the beginning it's so tough to count just 10 guys like, even if you break it down to 20 it's like okay i'm still cutting off absolute superstars
2: yeah, it's true. Yeah,
0: it's it's really hard because you kind of, like, it's kind of what I was going to say earlier and I buffed it. But um, it's kind of like, are you going to choose, would you rather choose the people that, like, are more obvious or would you rather, like... And like, cause you don't want to miss them, or do you want to like hit the people that you think are really gonna have the crazy year? Cause you don't want to miss them. It's really like, who do you not want to miss more? Yeah, totally. You know totally. you're gonna have a monster year, like 30 guys.
3: So it's yeah. kind of like,
0: who's who's the most important? Am I gonna say Crosby in my top 10, and then have like Eichel, Hall, like all these guys pop off, and Crosby not be a big deal? Cause Crosby quietly got 70, and you know so and so got 80. I
2: don't know. Totally. I can see it also like the guys that we did pick i would say create more of a conversation around like the top 10 and even if it's a like what the fuck are you doing why did you pick this guy still a conversation right and that's like kind of what we're doing this for is we want to hear from the listeners and we want to hear from people that are viewing all of our stuff that like hey like i don't think that this is what i think and we get different inputs and all that and it really just kind of helps us be a little bit better so. If
0: you guys got a real opinion, and you ever actually listen, and like, man, especially because I go on, I got some wild ones too, but if you have a real good opinion, uh, DM us on Instagram, or like, or hit us up on the hozier's panel, we'd love to hear it, man, like, that's... All, what we do this all for is just for the hockey chatter and like to hear you guys would well, just make it so much better for us so yeah please yeah.
2: please agreed and if we ever have like a hot enough take we could always take in the live listener
0: oh i would love uh, to call somebody be yeah that'd be
2: so, that'd be so yeah, fun yeah. so they don't
1: they don't call ne- us never we'll never call done.
0: them <laughs> yeah, so start small man start small just chirp a couple things you say and if you ever get a real hot take or you just hate what someone's saying or whatever please chime in i think that'd be so so good for everybody
2: Definitely. Ty, you're going to get a lot of love for that Ryan Whitney stuff this, at the beginning of the pod. Yeah, well I, well, I
0: hope so, man. That really came from the heart. Like, I got to say that I, like, I, the only time I've ever been shook by what one of those guys has said, I really disagreed with it. And I, like, I was back and forth on saying something about it on the pod the whole week. And I'm just really glad I could, and I wanted to make it quick. But that meant yeah, that to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you
2: did, so. Yeah, you got
0: it, man. Thanks for hearing me, boys. And just the fact that I can get it off my chest where I think people might hear it and like give a shit means so much, too. Like I don't know. That, to me, is just something that has to be said, and I just don't like hearing it like that. That's what we're here for, buddy. Goddamn right, boys.
2: What do you think, fellas? How are we doing?
1: I was just going to do one, one, uh, one last note on the league as a whole. Uh, yeah, go for it. The NHL is so close. Most teams have played two, three games. I think the odd one has played four. Uh, but there's only three teams that have played a game that are still undefeated in the league. Wow! So so Tampa Bay, they're two and zero. My boy. Uh, Vegas is two and zero. Currently up three two on the Yotes with about yeah. four and a half minutes to go. So they're looking Came to, back
2: from down to nothing.
1: Yeah, they're looking to move three uh, And then Florida's one and zero, but that's it. There's nobody else that hasn't lost. That's
2: crazy. Uh, Dallas uh, oh hasn't God. lost, but they also haven't played. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but they're fucking COVID. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it, man. It's going to be such, an, uh, such a tight year. I really, really think this Canadian division is going to have everybody on the bubble by the end. Like, If you told me that Ottawa is like, like in the, the last playoff spot, I wouldn't be surprised at all, and I wouldn't know. be able to tell you who's going to be kicked out.
2: Yeah. Well, and, like, with the parody too, uh, comes, like, obviously you're playing each team eight times a year, and it, it might not be a back-to-back. It could be the first game of a back-to-back, and you know exactly how to play the Edmonton Oilers because you've already played them four times this year. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be very close. It's going to be a lot of back-and-forth back, to, back and forth games. Uh, it's so exciting. I love it.
1: Man, like, it'll be interesting to see how much we learn or how little we learn by the the standings on, like, say, February 1st. Yeah. Like, it could be... I mean, you can probably tell me any way the standings are. Be like, okay, in, in, in two weeks, this is how the standings are going to look. I'd probably just say, okay, sounds good. I can, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's nothing I can say that's set in stone. Like, oh, Philly looked great. Oh, they got stopped by Buffalo. Oh, the Islanders are great. Okay, they got creamed by the Rangers.
0: It's really weird to be able to talk like that and not have any injuries or anything be a factor. Like, to yeah. be like, oh, oh, yeah, like, I don't know who's going to win, but, like, I don't know. It feels like we have a way better grip. Usually, it's really weird. Like I mean, I don't even think Crosby's gonna have a good like. That depends will do well. Like it is such a weird year, dude. Is even Washington? I didn't think they'd do well, and now I'm looking at them and I'm like, man, they look so solid. But fuck, it's hard, dude. It's like so yeah. hard to predict this year. It's not even funny. My head's okay. So
2: work. with that said, to end off, what do we what do we think uh, as the most wins by a team this year?
1: We'll win fifty six. Yeah. I would say a team gets to, oh man, is.
0: No, there's a 40 er There's a forty-two. <laughs> oh, forty-two. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a that's a lot of wins. Come on, man! What does what does Tampa do every season? Like, are we forgetting who the Tampa Bay Lightning are? Yeah. They just got a shorter year, and they're gonna get their best player back at at the fucking playoffs. Yeah,
1: I'm. Yeah, I that's, don't know. That, that's sixty-two wins in an
2: eighty-two game season. Yeah, that was like mean, that was Tampa's and they just heyday. they
0: seventy-two? Didn't they just do 72? No, they got 62. No,
2: 62, yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. Tied best best season in NHL history is still kind of a huge deal.
2: Um, I don't know. I think 37. That's my yeah, guess.
1: Yeah, I was going to say sitting around 36,
0: 37, 38. 41. I'll drop one. Yeah, we'll drop one. All right. All right.
1: I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, okay.
2: Well, we'll put uh, and if any <laughs> if any listeners have a guest and they want to show us up and say hey uh, actually this is how many it's going to be and you want, prove us all wrong then go yo, for it let us know
0: please give us give us a give us a team give us a number man if you're right you're getting the biggest shout out ever when you nail it yeah definitely
1: um last question who's the last uh, last undefeated team Tampa Tampa you don't give Dallas the extra 5 days uh- no, I'm
0: just, gonna, I'm just gonna say Dallas. Absolutely, absolutely, I'll say
2: Dallas. Dallas loses game one. That's my guess.
0: Extra five days, man. You guys could lose your next game.
1: I also believe Dallas loses their first game, and it's against Nashville, what? who I don't like. But no,
2: Tampa doesn't play until Thursday. Right. They which play is when, Columbus. Right, which is when Dallas plays, I think. Yeah, and then they play again Saturday against Columbus. So I don't see them win, or losing to Columbus. And yeah, Dallas plays on. Uh, nope, Dallas doesn't play Thursday. It, they play Friday. Twenty second. Yeah, Friday the twenty second. Holy shit! That's
1: Friday crazy. is twenty second. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. So I I think Tampa can be Columbus Thursday.
0: When was there? When was their first game supposed to be?
1: It was oh, supposed to be the fourteenth, I think.
0: Oh my god!
1: And then they had they had two against Florida get postponed. Yeah. It's an and eight then day delay against tampa did they get postponed i think i can't remember yeah because yeah, yeah, tampa's got a big break now that's just yeah. so long jeez. and then yeah they start against nashville which would be great to get them back on the ice it's it's uh through one week it's great to see that covid really hasn't shut anything down besides dallas which we already knew yeah yeah uh and once everybody got to camp it's been i mean obviously we don't have to run through the like 27 guys that got covid or anything there's a couple names but not uh not anything really affecting the league too, too much. We've still got a couple guys waiting out visas,
2: but like Hoffman's yeah. back now. and Yeah. Games are being played no, no matter what. So it's yeah.
0: great. Awesome. How it should be. Um, we're going to be pretty much there.
2: eh? yeah. We want to wrap her up.
1: Yeah. We nice got stuff. a minute and a half left in this Vegas game. I'm going to
2: watch the Enjoy end of that. With the boys. Nice. Love it. All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening everybody. Um, we, we really appreciate all the uh, all the support that you're chowing out for us. And uh, if you like what you're hearing and you want to listen to more, um, follow us on all your uh, platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Instagram. Uh, hit us up if you have any crazy predictions or you want to say anything. Um, call us dumb. Call us out for something we said. Like Please let us know. Uh, and then feel free to leave a rating on one of the podcast uh platforms as well we would really appreciate it
1: yeah if you got any questions too like it will definitely take any listener questions we can discuss them on the podcast next week and definitely definitely open to anything we'll probably got a couple more kind of segment kind of things coming next week and yeah should be uh should be a good time hockey's back arizona's going to power play with a minute left and
2: love
0: it yeah we've got a big finish coming i just want Everybody have a great week. Uh, I hope you guys listen in next week, and, and we'll be back to be another hot week of hockey behind us, and we can cover all that. Um, we really appreciate you listening to Hosier's panel. If you've been with us since the beginning, we love you. We're going to keep going. We're building something great. And um, and a uh, huge Conor McGregor fight this weekend. 23rd, boys. Be ready for that. Dustin Poirier, too. McGregor's taking it. Get your proper 12 out. There you have go. a good weekend.
2: Love it. Beauty. Thanks, fellas.
0: Take, take it easy, guys.
2: Love you, boys go bolts. Peace. See ya.